whole album, and I literally wasted an entire disposable camera of me eating chicken wings. <laughs> and I took selfies of me eating chicken wings. Oh my god! I'm not kidding. I would pay to see. Oh, how I can show you. I have them. My little chubby ass cheeks and like. <laughs> she was a she was a vlogger before it was cool. <laughs> Taking pictures of me eating my chicken wings. Me lifestyle eating chicken wings. I was a food vlogger. <laughs> the podcast where we talk about stocks. Kind of. I'm Chelsea. I'm Corbin. And the dogs are with us right now in the room losing their minds. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to release the hounds. Uh, release the hounds. Alright y'all. This episode is gonna be quite the fun time. It's gonna be saucy. It's gonna be spicy. It's gonna be social. Social. We're talking social stocks. Social and, media. Yep, and the social media sites that aren't aren't public yet, you know. <laughs> in that private social media. And private social media is like parlor. <laughs> parlor. <laughs> didn't there used to be, um, like speaking, social adjacent, didn't there used to be a dating app that was like Farmers and it had Farm- like a really clever name? What farmers was it? Farmers Only? Was it Farmers Only? Yeah, never be lonely on Farmers Only. <laughs> Apparently you got served this ad yeah. way more no, than I did. Okay, on on the on the trend of like old school social media, um, did you ever go on? It wasn't like Christian mingle mingle. Oh, fake Plenty freaks. Fish. What? Fake freaks. It was not fake a dating. Fake freaks. Faith. 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 Oh my freaks. gosh. Oh my gosh. Did you ever go on that? <laughs> no. Okay. Fake freaks. freaks. Was actually pre Facebook. I'm pretty sure. That reminds me of my Halloween costume. Oh my god, costume. I just found it. There was a time, okay. <laughs> I just found it. There was a time when fakefreaks.com so was a thriving online community designed to help to encourage teens and young adults by sharing the love of Jesus Christ with them. We started as a MySpace alternative. We forgot about MySpace. Oh, well, I mean, MySpace is long gone. Yeah. I mean, RIP. Um, and grew from there. Okay, so this was the thing. At school, when there was MySpace, before Facebook, we would get, like, all the kids at school would have a Faith Freaks account because it was the only thing that got It had its own domain? Yeah, it was faithfreaks.com. Oh, okay. It wasn't just a Facebook group. No. I'm confused because I'm seeing a Facebook group. It was a whole, this was a whole social network. Oh, God. This was, like, I literally just thought about this when you said farmers only. Okay. And what happened? Like... Oh, you, wait, you found the can website? Can we own Faith Freaks now? We can I make don't an know. offer. Well, <laughs> anyway. We can make an offer. It was legit. Should a, we just adopt this as our website? <laughs> <laughs> Go to faithfreaks.com. For stockish for all your stockish. But yeah, it was uh, like the only social media that would get through the firewall at school. So it's like <laughs> how we would like IM at school. And it was, really? it was literally like MySpace. We'd have, you could have a bulletin. <laughs> Yeah. Facebook, can you book. imagine? It's just like we're a bunch of um, like 
I don't know. Predators get together. People who get maced. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Go on. But, wow, I can't believe you just jogged that memory for me. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was its purpose? Like, what? Okay, so the intended purpose was only for Christian people to get on that they didn't want to be on MySpace because they thought MySpace was the devil. <laughs> MySpace was for hood rats like me. And, yeah. <laughs> like 13-year-old so, me trying to be like So you had hot. a fake freaks account. And I mean, I don't know. I know like, I know my friends and I used it as like, we could get on it. We could get on it and not like in school and be able to talk to each other in school. But also like, it did look good to your parents. Like, oh, you know, like your like, parents won't let you have a MySpace, but they let you have a Faith Freaks. <laughs> I don't know that I was allowed to have a MySpace. I bet your it's parents just, they let just, you have a Faith Freaks. They didn't know it existed. I think was what it was. Yeah. yeah. My parents. <laughs> I had my MySpace for a while before my parents found out what it was. Yeah, I think they asked me what it was, maybe, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was posting pics in my bikini. One time, when my MySpace, I got in trouble. So my parents found out I had a MySpace, got in trouble, had to delete it. And then I got it again, and they didn't know about it. And then I got in trouble. Um, They found out about it again, like, six months later. But I had been, like, talking to this older boy named Me too! I started talking to a 19-year-old. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, and I dated him. Yes. 
Yes, I am. I was like, I never... <laughs> to become a stripper and a hoe. <laughs> I was like, I was never going to do it. My dad like, sure does look like it. We were like, oh my God, I can't. I can't. And I was like, I can't wait to hop on the bus with you, baby. Oh, God, Baltimore. no. I just... Also, I'm, why do we choose Baltimore? You know? <laughs> I, I have a lot of questions about that specifically. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, man. Oh. No, I think I had the good sense in college at some time. I just went and I was like, I haven't logged in onto that thing in 10 years. Time to delete it. <laughs> and I'm so it's happy. gone. I am really happy that Because I don't even want to know what was on there. Deleted everything, yeah. Yeah. Probably so cringy. I mean, Wait, did MySpace off itself completely? It deleted. Like, I remember getting a email when I was in college that was like, "You need to back. Like, if you if you want anything off of your MySpace, you need to go ahead. Like, it literally emailed you a file. It was like download your shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, kind of nice. Yeah, they were like, download this file. I did have some pictures with friends. Some yeah, relatively. So I downloaded. I like downloaded. That. Oh yeah, like all my like emo pictures. So emo. Yeah. And so graduation with my emo bangs. (laughs) (laughs) My junior high graduation, that is. Oh my god. Yeah, so it down you could download everything and then and then yeah, it like rebooted itself. And now it's now MySpace is supposed to be like for music industry people to connect, which was like kind of its original intention before. You put a song on your page. Remember that. Which was like that went a long way. (laughs) <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, your MySpace playlist always had to be, like, on fire. You're like, this is me! <laughs> Post your song. I, it's like, yeah, the, the playlist was, like, you had to, like, put, like, a hardcore banger at the beginning, but then you had to follow it up with, like, an unknown. Like, I feel like that was the Wait, could, I thought you could only post one song. No, it was you one song on. playlist. I think by the time I got off, it was only one song. You, you exited that one song? Yeah. I think it was just the, yeah, because it was like your walk-up song. People click on your page and start playing. Oh, no. That was it. Yeah, you could have a whole playlist on um, it. But yeah. it, I feel like that was the height of, like, you had to find unknown bands. And I do remember searching through, like, MySpace's pages to find unknown bands. Because you could click through. Oh, yeah. I remember going to band pages. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember that being a thing. That was, like, between that and Yahoo Music and LimeWire was how I listened to music. <laughs> Which, to tie this all up in a bow. Anyway. <laughs> that is the common theme of popular sites is music, to be honest. Like, really? MySpace I mean, was so popular. I feel like MySpace really became popular because people were like, I want to share my music taste. I want to show people what I'm interested in. And then I think TikTok, like, really took that little piece of it combined it with like the like the attention span of making short videos Mm -hmm. into like this one beautiful combination of like it's a way to find new music I mean it's a way to bring up like old bangers that people Mm -hmm. are like oh I forgot this song or Gen Z is like this song's so great it's like bitch it came out (laughs) when I was five yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like the TikTok videos of like when everyone's saying walk is bad and it's like you in the back, like playing, like I'm in love with the stripper, the <laughs> she wrote, <laughs> or like I don't know, just all the shit we used to sing. Yeah, like, I'm like ten years old. I'm yeah, like, or like Eminem songs. Oh like, man, sit on my dick, bitch. <laughs> like I was singing that when I was ten. Yeah. So I think that's like the key to a, like a great social site is the music, the short videos. 
Well, I mean, okay, but interestingly enough, we just learned, we were looking up why Vine died, mm-hmm. and so they were acquired by Twitter the same year that they were made, which is like a power move. 2013. 20, uh, 2012. 2012. Yeah, 2012. And, um, and basically, they just had users, like influencer types and marketing types, migrating away from the platform because the videos weren't long enough. So, as soon as Instagram let you post videos, they all just went to Instagram. Yeah. Because Instagram didn't used to let you post videos, which I had forgotten. And then, so they said that was the beginning of the end, and it just, like, folded in on itself from there. Which is interesting, because it's, like, exactly what TikTok is. Yeah. So, how is... I think TikTok is definitely more advanced. Vine's videos... What is TikTok's, like, business model? They show everybody an ad at the beginning, I guess. Yeah, we all get shown that ad at the beginning, which is mm-hmm. annoying. Yeah, and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and you can immediately, like, I I was being served some ads, like, in between my scrolling, and it was, like, some popular um, TikTokers doing something for a mascara, like a big pop of mascara. And it was, yeah. Like, Bella Porch being like, rawr, 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 No, rawr. don't even. I don't, don't say that around my phone. I don't want that shit in my algorithm. <laughs> She's, I've never gotten it. I don't she's want it. So annoying. <laughs> oh my god, the way that she like can put her mouth to the side. I'm like, how do you do that? She's like, mm, that's so quirky. <laughs> well, I guess if you could, you could be selling mascara right now. <laughs> I could. I could. That's the key. It's so it's so interesting to watch on um, TikTok. They like break down some like famous TikTokers, and like you can see the clear shift in their videos. On from, TikTok? Yeah, from when they, they hit, They're breaking down famous when, TikTokers. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, on TikTok, they're breaking down so famous inception-y. TikTokers. So inception. But it's like, but like, Bella Porch, the one, the first video she ever made of her face zoomed in, that's what she's known for, is like, making videos and her face is really, and she's like, doing all these like, expressive things with her face. Mm-hmm. You can see that video. Mm-hmm. And then, ever since that video, that's all she does, because she figured it out. She's mm-hmm. like, this is what works. Yeah. And before that, she was, like, trying to make gamer girl videos. Oh, okay. So, mm, it's wow. like, she, we're, we're all. She found her recipe. Yeah, she found her niche. We're all really just trying to make videos until we find that one thing that the algorithm that, like, likes. Yeah. And then you grasp onto it. goes up. Yeah, I looked, I made a point of... <laughs> I wanted to see Lena Dong's first video. <laughs> no, she has so many videos. Take me the girl is like the, oh, look at all them chickens. Uh, no, she has like the glasses and she's like, she does the Vietnamese accent really well. And she's like, she, <laughs> a recent favorite I saw. It was Wait, like, no, I think that is the same girl. Is it the same girl? Yeah. Where it was like, I think I sent it to you. It was like, uh, this guy, he's like, the hottest girls have the worst handwriting and it stitches to her and she's like. I don't want to brag. Yeah. <laughs> and like, says I'm single and like shitty handwriting. I think she rose. I don't know if she's look at all them chickens girls, but I remember her. She like got famous on TikTok because she was a childhood meme. Oh, really? Like a photo of her is from a childhood Lena meme. Lena Dong? Yes. Because like when I, I looked at her, well, I bring it up because I looked okay. at her very first videos and she's hot. She was doing hot girl shit. Yeah, she is really hot. Whenever she transitions into hot girl. Yeah, she like, just like looks nerdy on purpose and makes a funny accent because that's for what Amazon? works. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if we bring up YouTubers LinkedIn? <laughs> what do you really do? Um... <laughs> That's funny. 
But, yeah, I mean, they're all just... That's not her, but this is the girl that works for Amazon. That's definitely the same girl. Okay, well, <laughs> glad we've gotten to look at Lena her pics. Kong, the senior vendor manager Nice, Amazon. she looks like she lives a good life. Your SEO is popping, girl. That little cabana look nice. <laughs> I know, shit, where is she going? She also speaks French, what? Who? I don't know if we're going to find graduate? Lena Dong. She just graduated from Duke, and now she's already... Oh, God, you're back on her page? We already looked at well, her... Well, you said the cabana. <laughs> Oh god. Okay, we're gonna keep this show moving. So yeah, there's like there's stuff on yeah, TikTok that has like eight trillion views, and I'm like, this how? It's not. Oh, it's not good enough. It's not like if I don't immediately laugh like aloud. Okay, it's I want to know. It's not viral worthy. I want to know. But clearly made somebody laugh. What is going on with diversity and inclusion in TikTok? Because how are you ensuring? that we no one knows the algorithm we don't know what how we're getting served this shit so china's never gonna tell us and i've seen videos of this like one one white male creator specifically has been ripping all of his video concepts off of like these black creators and they're like making videos basically being like this is my video from three months ago this is his video from today it's the same thing like movement for movement He's ripping this off, and it's. I think their videos are suddenly like the videos of them calling him out are finally starting to gain traction. But the guy's already made his money. He's already made the views. He's already been paid. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, but there's a lot of factors there. Did he like promote it a bunch? Did he? You know what I mean? Because I feel like I would guess that part of the algorithm is that. It, like there's like a timer on if you get so many views in a certain time frame then mm-hmm. it's going to start kicking you to more people but if you don't reach a certain number of views in a time frame then it's just gonna die it's not yeah. going to reintroduce it to anybody but then so, how does that explain the videos from um, like for example the sedona girl from have you been getting her videos i don't from the ncaa I don't get it. no sedona mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So Sedona is. If it's not funny, I'm probably not getting it. <laughs> is, is it a funny video? Okay. Mm, I don't. Mine's know. just all comedy. Yeah. Didn't start out funny. No, okay. she called out the NCAA for the weight room. Have you seen this whole thing? No. Oh my god. The NCAA. Is- <laughs> We're living on different planets with our different right. algorithms. Different TikToks. Different TikTok. Which planets. is also something to talk about. Like, I mean, we have talked about that before. The, the algorithms drive you into, like, a certain subset of media, and it's, like, all you see. Right. And or so all like, you're exposed to. What if we were, like, a rightist Republican believing that, Oh, in. that's all they're seeing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's sad. Yeah. We, we get no balance. <sighs> Anyways, Sedona called out. She's hot, first of all. She's, she plays in the NCAA? Yes. Okay. She plays for Oregon. Basketball? Yes. She's 6'5", slit eyebrow, honestly. Slit eyebrow? What does that 10 mean? 10 out of 10. She just has a little cut eyebrow. Oh, like Charlie Puth, Puth, whatever <laughs> yeah. his name is. <laughs> um, look, let me type in Sedona, Sedona Prince. Anyways, she basically called out um, the NCAA. Like, had a literally had a weight rack for the women's team. For the men's team, they had a full weight room. Like, the, the difference was, like, literally, like, the it was, like, those weights. That was the entire oh NCAA God. women's... She's pointing to weights that where you adjust the weight of the yes. dumbbell by taking I'm plates off kidding. the dumbbell. 
And they were like, the NCAA was like, oh, we had a lack of space. And she like panned to like the full open space. Wow, savage. And they're, them, I mean, they're a different city. Of them they're, to say that. Yeah. They're in San Antonio. The men are in Indianapolis. Oh. And because it's two different tournaments. Oh, just traveling or like, what do you mean? Yeah, Why it's are like there, two different tournaments. It's not a permanent weight room? Well, they're set up permanently for March Madness in a hotel oh, in okay, San Antonio okay. where they're I competing. See. But the women are competing in San Antonio. The men are competing in Indianapolis. Okay. They just, like, can't com- – like, there's just not a room in both. I mean, All the March Madness games are played in the same city? Yeah. Really? Well, I think for right now because of COVID. Oh, okay. For, like, bubble okay. reasons. I see. Anyways. Anyways. Men had this whole weight room. Women had a literal weight rack. One. Dang. One. Yeah. And she made a video about it and called yeah. it out. She also called out, like, the differences in the food. The men were Snapchatting, like, rows of, like, buffet food. They were getting, like, plates of, like, shitty food. Damn. Just, like, and, I mean, but, yeah. I don't know. Capitalism, man. They, the men's team is making more money. And that's money. what they said. That's what they said. That was it. But they were like, no, Title X, this is college. You gotta have, we have to have the same opportunities. Yeah, in college. Yeah, I guess yeah. that makes sense. So. Interesting. Anyways, it was crazy. She went viral. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens um, to TikTok since the short video. Oh, I had a thought while you were talking about okay. TikTok stuff. Um, it's still about TikTok. But, okay, so everybody's like was initially worried that the Chinese are stealing all our information um, by signing up for their social media platform. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it and <clears throat> watching some of the TikToks, it's like, if you really start thinking about it, it starts to get a little scary because there's like this one, like the different challenges they come up with or like things that are trending where mm-hmm. it's like, put the front-facing camera on your eye and then invert it with this filter on. And people do it to, like, highlight their Mm -hmm. eye color and make it look really good. But it's like, what if that's, like, an iris scanning scam? You know what I mean? What if if TikTok's inventing trends to get more, like, more specialized, like, facial feature information to ID you and tie you to your username? That? Yeah. That is... This is what I'm thinking about. (laughs) Conspiracy. <laughs> that is a conspiracy. <clears throat> well, but I mean, if you think about it too, they try and force you. So I was thinking about this from like an algorithmic perspective. The the most um, like sure way that they can identify a user is by your phone number, right? Like mm-hmm. that is the most indiv- specifically like yeah. individual thing you can have. You can have multiple emails. You can have different names, you can do whatever. Different Facebook accounts. Different accounts, different this, different username, different that. But your phone number is usually always so that's that's the mecca. That's like the money item. And TikTok forces you. You can it'll give you the option to not enter your phone number in the beginning, but if you want to message anybody, it forces you to enter your phone number. Really? It try and draws it out of you. Yeah. And I was thinking about this because the phone number the phone number is what's valuable, right? To the algorithms. That's the user. That's the piece of information that connects all the other pieces of information. And I just think it's sketchy that TikTok tries to force you to force it out of you. And then there's all these, like, things that trend 
that are like really they're like bio identifying type things it's like zoom in on your face zoom in on this feature and it it like couches it as like a cute little challenge I think it's a conspiracy theory (laughs) or like the half face symmetrical yeah the symmetrical shit they're trying to they're like identify your left or you know like it's like all these like little challenges dude I don't know that's what I think (laughs) it's like we're not getting a clear enough frontal view of these of your facial features and of specifically your eye well that's funny because um so they put a challenge up and they trend it and everybody does it in South by like one of the EU's biggest panels was talking about um facial recognition technology and the like privacy issues with that and what the EU is doing to like go ahead instead of like waiting for a crisis to happen where the information's misused they're trying to like go ahead and try and preempt that which is really smart mm-hmm. and set up all these laws for this for this technology which like you know us old US we're not doing that shit you know like we're not thinking ahead like that but the EU is and it's like you know they had a panel on it um, for South by but that is like so interesting because it's like facial recognition technology like once your face is mapped and that technology like we don't know how powerful that technology they is. Met, it's already matched your phone number on TikTok. They already got your iris and your phone number. They can track you down. <laughs> well, I didn't do the iris. I know. I'm just I'm not saying you. I'm the proverbial yes. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like once that is mapped like I do think about like with iPhone like I've never set up my face my face to unlock. Yeah neither have I. Because, like, that's that's big data right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's tied to your location because you find my phone and it's your phone number, which is your unique user identifier. Like, you're you're scanning your face. Like, Mm -hmm. if you think about Apple having, like, that entire library of faces already Um, scanned. Well, yeah. And then not only, I mean, I don't know how often they store that data, but if they scan, if they store it every time you scan it, they have it at, like, every angle, basically. So they could, like, reconstruct your face, like, digitally. Anyways, like, anyway. what is, like, like, how would that be misused? How, how could, you know, ha, let's think, like, um, Big Brother <laughs> criminals? I mean, first of all, how like, could we abuse it? racial classifying that's um, a misuse, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that would be, that's bad. But I think it's more around, like, I see it being more problematic around um, them being able to find an individual. So, like... I mean, if you're a criminal, like, it's kind of like CCTV, like in in England, it's like there are cameras everywhere and everybody's like, okay, we're being recorded all the time everywhere on every street, but it helps, it reduces crime because everyone knows they're being recorded all the time. It's kind of like that. It's like if they were like, do you, does everybody want to like give up their, propose, you know, the government proposes to Apple, we're going to have all your facial recognition data tied to a user's phone and their location how do we feel about that like if someone commits a crime they can find them pretty easy mm-hmm. but do we all want to be found all the time because <laughs> then it's just like then it's like when politics get involved and that's it's at the whim of whoever is in power and they decide they want to find this this and this person you know god forbid like thinking of terrible like nazi germany or something they're like this is this person or jewish let's find them like for example yeah that kind of thing it'd be really easy (laughs) it'd be really easy so where are we going i don't know 
I mean, we gotta, I think they're on the right track of protecting user information. Trying, yeah, trying to figure out how we can, like, move forward, right? Because it is, facial recognition would be powerful for, like, convenience sake. Yeah. And, like, ease. It's like that one movie where it's, like, your, your metro ticket is through your iris scan. Yeah. I forgot what movie that was, but that's how like you get on the metro. Mirror, yeah. But, I mean, everybody knows that you're on that metro at any given I'd time. be here for a chip in my hand. What? Why? Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be chipped? I don't want to be chipped. I'm just saying if I could pay for things with my hand, I'd do that. You would? Yeah. You can't be bothered to tap a credit card on a little Probably. scanner? Boop! If I was just like, boop, boop! I can already do that. I just take my, I just put my credit card on it, and it does that. I know, you want it in your hand? Yeah, I'd be fine with that. No, not me. That's I don't want it. The way I unlock my door. No, dude. But then someone could knock me out, take my hand, and pay for everything, and unlock my door. <laughs> yeah, then they have to steal your hand instead of steal <laughs> so your credit card. credit card. Just take my credit card, damn it! <laughs> don't shop on my hand. <laughs> context we've classified social media the public ones are facebook twitter snap pinterest pinterest um pinterest, facebook, linkedin twitter, snap. linkedin is, is its own LinkedIn, right is linkedin public also fun fact that we just looked up of the social medias that are still around linkedin is the oldest linkedin's not public no it's not Mm-mm, interesting not today was also overall a bad day for the stock yeah, the it's really just been a bad month. <laughs> um, it's supposedly because the interest rates are rising. It matters. Interesting. Yeah, so I guess let's think about this. If interest rates are rising, it means the banks uh, have, they're charging more to dole out their money, which means that they have less of it. So if the banks are charging more for you to borrow their money, that means they have less. Right, yeah. How do the banks have less money? We're not paying them enough? Maybe it's because of the stimulus checks. Would that be why? I would almost think it's the opposite because everyone, I mean, I haven't spent my stimulus checks, but everyone I've seen. Mine just went straight to to debt repayal. <laughs> Repayment. To couch. Yeah, to the couch that I did finally receive. Yeah. No, there was no record of it. It did come. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah. I would think it's almost better because people are putting, like, yeah, they're giving us that. It almost equals out. It's like they're giving us that money. We're putting it back into the economy. Like, does it really matter? Mm, yeah, because... Okay, I did look this up, and I'm going to just totally butcher this, but when we print, when we just make money out of nowhere, it's on, it it comes, it's like balanced by like federal bonds or something, and I think it's that anyone can buy those bonds, and usually it's China. So because of all of the inflation, I think the predominant buyer of American bonds has been China. China owns like us financially. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, that was like a poor poor man's 
um, description of it, but we'll look it up in detail and get back to you. <laughs> I just want to live my life, buy a house, and be happy. That's what I want to do. Well, I think that's the American dream, so you can probably achieve that. That's, that's all I want to do. Assuming TikTok doesn't take our irises and, I don't know, all <laughs> our dollars and chop your hand off. <laughs> uh, start censoring everything. Oh, I did see a headline when I was looking at social media stuff. China, they started censoring, oh, they censored something out of social media entirely. The censorship is quite concerning. Yeah, not, not, not fan. I don't, I think censoring certain users is one thing, but censoring, like, a whole subject matter. Like, a whole content vertical. Yeah. And who, like, working in social media, too, like, an algorithm can only do so much. So, who is, like, the person reviewing this content hitting censor? Because I know there, somewhere, there has to be a manual review person. On censorship and Facebook and like a and final say, sayer. not maybe not even a final say, but when people, I know I know Facebook specifically. Oh. If you get censored and you rebuke that censorship or what is it called, Re, you you ask for a rebuttal. You're like, I shouldn't be censored. There's a manual person reviewing that case. Yeah, like there's eight. That's their there, job. That's probably a board. It's like a board. No, it's a I, it's a job. It's one person. It's a person. What? I literally interviewed a person that was her job oh because there were that many <laughs> i mean it's Accounts. just yeah it's just like a almost like a customer service <laughs> but like worse yeah um you have to look at shit that was censored this is on fortune.com is my source by says written by bloomberg posted on fortune.com beijing appears to censor the term stock market from social media search as shares plunge. That seems sketchy. <laughs> so don't make so, the iris TikTok, guys. That's all I'm saying. Just don't make the iris TikTok. <laughs> Just don't zoom in on your eye with your high def well front facing, back facing camera. First of all, you know who's doing that? Fucking blue eyed, green eyed people. <laughs> people that got something to show. Us brown eyed people. We Us hum- know. humble brown eyers. <laughs> I know what my brown eye looks like. I've seen it. <laughs> it's not going to look any cuter if I put it in the sun and put a different camera angle on it. It's still going to be shit brown eyes. Maybe, maybe they're out to get light eyed people. Yeah. Maybe that's the target audience. <laughs> Take it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're going to find you on Find Your iPhone. <laughs> They're going to cut off your hand. <laughs> I'm like, I know what these eyes look like, baby. <laughs> what if that was, like, the new scary fascist um, genocide movement? They're trying to take out the light-eyed people. <laughs> well. I remember in, um, you know, this is such a tangentially oriented <laughs> episode. Yeah, I Sorry, gotta y'all. Get Okay, but, but, okay, my elementary school teacher, I remember she was trying to teach us about, like, prejudices. I don't know if it was based around the war, like, why it was part of whatever her curriculum was for that day, but she was, like, she started, like, punishing everybody for their eye colors. She was, like... What? Yeah, yeah, because she was trying to make a point, because, like, we're children, we, like, don't, we don't understand, like, 
when you're that young, you don't, like, understand, like, racism or, like, yeah. prejudice against religion and stuff. Like, you just don't know what's going on. And so she started making, like, people with this color eye, like, stand in the corner and this people with this color eye go outside and all this stuff. But, like, I remember it. And I was literally, like, seven, eight years old. And it, it's it stuck. I was so like, you, you can't just do, we were like, you can't do this. We were all freaking out. She's like, yes, you can. <laughs> and she was like, this is what people do and it's wrong. And we were like, this is an injustice. Not that we knew what how to say injustice, but we were arguing. Okay, but do you think that if she would have done that in today's time, would she have been canceled as a teacher? Well, she was making a point. She yeah. was like demonstrating... But I'm sure the kids who do have racial prejudice dishes against them now would already know that I'd be like, yeah, I go through this all the time. And so really at that point... I mean, maybe, but like maybe they wouldn't understand why. Yeah. I don't know. We were pretty young, I'll say. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe they already would know. But, um, But it was interesting. So, anyway... I mean, in kindergarten, I only just got made fun of because I had hairy legs. <laughs> they used to call me chicken legs. Chicken legs? Chickens don't have hair on their legs. Well, that's what they called me. <laughs> I had hair on my legs. What? His name was Dustin. I remember it. Dustin Sanchez. Dustin Sanchez. If you're listening. I hate him. <laughs> I had the you're biggest, canceled. I had the biggest crush on him, too. Oh, no, of he course. He was my first crush, and then he used to make fun of me because I had hairy, hairy chicken legs. Oh, my gosh. My like, first crush uh, was Julian Pena, and he was missing one of his front teeth, and all the girls chased him at recess. And I was like... That's Arizona. My, my <laughs> first crush was in Arizona. Those Arizona crushes. Those those hairs on that hot, hot, hot summer, y'all sweaty, everyone's hair is sticking to their face. You're like, he's the one I want. Underwear horse is barking. All right, well, bring this podcast back to its true intention, which is stocks. Let's talk about some, I mean, overall, today was a bad day for the stock market. Yeah, it's not good. But let's talk about some social media stocks. I know that previously, let's start with Snapchat, because yeah. that's like what we originally talked about, which spurred the idea of this full social media-themed podcast, which has now seemed to turn into a tangent podcast. <laughs> this is a tangent episode. But that's okay. Um, um, yeah, so Snap has been decreasing much like everything else on the market. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of tough to say... Like, why stuff is going down when the market is being bearish right now? Yeah. Like, it could just be because the market's well, not in Well, and Snap shape. in the past month is really hitting, like, an all-time low, which would be probably, I mean, to your point, we need to keep watching it. But, I mean, not an all-time low. That's no. A, that's, a, that's a wrong way of putting that. Yeah. Um, the lowest point it's reached in it's... a hot minute. Yeah, it's it's about where it was a year ago, which isn't great for all the growth it had. Right. But definitely not an all-time low. Right. Um, so to that yeah. point. I mean, I, I think the, what do you think about the spotlight monetization? I think, I mean, I think just like anything, it's a little too late. You think it's not, I it's think not it, soon enough to compete? I don't think it's going to compete. I think that Snapchat will always... Snapchat has been 
one of my favorite places to consume media. Like, I read the Daily Mail on Snapchat all the time. Pop culture Yeah, media. I read stuff on... I, I love watching those subscriptions. Yeah. Um, something that I think is kind of interesting, so when we were talking about this, so what made us decide... Because I used to only post stories on Snapchat because mm-hmm. Snapchat was the only thing that had stories. And then Instagram came out with stories, and I didn't use them right away. I wasn't no. an Instagram storyer. And I think it was because, I, I don't know, I felt the content was for a audience that was closer to me. But at some point, I made the switch. Mm-hmm. Why did we, why, why, why did we switch? But people are going back now. And you know why I think people are going back? I've seen more and more people sm- posting Snapchat stories. Why? I think people are going back because everybody's getting fucking canceled. And they're like, I can't. I'm tired of posting to a larger audience and people coming at me. So they're going back to their friends. I honestly thank God to this day my blog from college got deleted because I didn't renew my website. I was think. it shameful? It wasn't shameful, but it, but wasn't, like it, it had, wasn't something I would be necessarily would be proud, proud of. of. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like... I mean, it's like my MySpace. Who even knows what I had on there? Right. I, don't, I wouldn't want that out. It was just like privilege shit like this look at this peplum shirt it looks so great and i'm so excited to go to florida and i can't believe that i have to you know have a layover how dare that you know like shit like that okay you i know? don't think you would have said that but sure that's a good example. I, don't I don't know maybe you would have i guess i didn't know you I didn't know anyways it's like i i really i really do think that the millennial like millennials understand like the weight and the gravity of social media and the things that you put out and are now you don't really hear of Gen Zers getting canceled. Gen Zers were typically the ones doing the canceling. Yeah, but I think they're the ones uh, no, I think they're like keenly aware too. I think they're gonna turn inward if they haven't already. Well, yeah. I mean, TikTok's one thing. TikTok's very public, but But I do think I mean, I They're don't not my Gen Z cousins aren't posting Instagram stories. You know what I mean? They definitely, yeah, they're definitely, I don't know. So then who, I don't know, though. There are some oversharers. Like, I do think there's still There's always going to be some oversharers. Yeah. Posting. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like millennials have, like, have at least, if you haven't been canceled for, some, like, quote, unquote, canceled for something that you've said, like, if something that you've said in the past and social media hasn't already come to, like, bite you in the butt, you know someone that it has, and you've already had the foresight to do your deep dive and erase mm-hmm. that things that no longer represent you anymore. Yeah, yeah, because you've changed. Right. But and if you're a Zoomer, you haven't changed yet because you haven't grown up yet. So, like, you're still the same is, and you still think everything you're saying is fine. Below a Zoomer's Gen a Gen Z. Same oh, thing. okay. Well, what's the generation below Gen Z? Alpha... Generation Ew. Alpha. We're in the Greek letters. Oh, we're starting back again? Yeah. How annoying are they going to be? You're like, we're Alpha. And then Beta's going to have, like, self-esteem issues. So that's what we're going to start? We're going to do Alpha, Beta? What comes I don't know. That? I mean, I don't know if it's going to be Beta, but I know the next one's Alpha. The little babies that people are holding who, in their hands right now are Alphas. Who, who, who names these? Who's the, I don't who's know. the name yeah. here? <laughs> I don't know, but... It's, it is what it is. Interesting. It is manifested. <laughs> yeah, so the Zoomers are having their heyday. 
Alpha's coming for you. <laughs> I was about to say, that's quite, just the name itself is it's, really... Yeah, I feel like they're, they're going to They're really be annoying. playing into that. <laughs> they're going to really just... Because I do think that Gen Z thinks that they are entitled to something, that they are owed something, and that they have, like, they have a voice to share and they've got to make it heard no matter what it's about. Well, Taylor Swift wrote a song for them and they believe it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They probably don't listen to it. And I'm Swift. like, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I mean, but everybody them. said that about millennials. Do you feel like you're entitled as a millennial? I don't feel like Do I'm an entitled person. Do you think they said that as millennials, though? Oh, the boomers 100% said that about millennials, that millennials are super entitled, that we want vacation, we expect to have a job. Je- even Gen X had Those a... Those are basic humans. Well, yeah, but Gen X had a chip on their shoulder because they had to go through, like, the horrible recession and graduate college, and there were literally no jobs. Yeah. And by the time the millennials came around, we had an okay economy yeah. <laughs> enough to get a job. And we're like, we want, we expect a job, and we expect pay and vacation. And, Gen, and Gen X is like, like, are you kidding me? We couldn't even find a job. That's true. And now yeah. Gen Z is like... We expect to start out at $100,000. And, and work one month a year. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also wear lingerie to work because you're a woman and you deserve to show off your body at work too. Like, what? They'll be like, they'll be like go ahead and tell me I, I can't have it. I'll cancel you. But <laughs> They're like ready to go. Ma'am, please cover up your titties in the boardroom. <laughs> no! Like, Don't call me ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> She just assumed my gender. I can't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. There's always going to be the generation rivals. I feel like every generation that... Because, like, every generation has a better than the last generation, right? Yeah. Kind of. I mean, I mean yeah. In, to a point. To some extent. I, I don't know. The boomers had it pretty good, but... I mean, I'm technically on the cusp of a Gen Z. I could you're, be... You're a cuspy. You're a zillennial. could be considered an elder Gen Z. Yeah, I'm a, I'm like a young millennial. Yeah. I'm like the youngest you millennial are, there is. Like the I'm the cutoff. Yeah. Well, I'm technically the cutoff. When, I, 1994 oh, right. was the last year to be a millennial. Oh, okay. All right. So. I like the first year to be a Gen Z. Mm. If you think about it. I don't know. I feel like if you remember the 90s at all, right. you're a millennial. Exactly. Maybe. If I remember putting little butterfly clips and the spiky chokers on. <laughs> Yeah. If I remember, oh, it's shopping at Julia's. If you if you know yeah. who Britney Spears is before the documentary, <laughs> you're a millennial. Yeah. We'll okay. count it. If the first album you ever owned was a Britney Spears album, you're a millennial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should make a TikTok. About Mine was actually Tim McGraw, but you know. Mine was Michelle Branch, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alt rock girl. Back to Snap. Oh God. Okay. Snap saw today saw. A a decrease of eight percent. Yeah, it's, which it's really not been great. Is pretty rough. Um, also, not a social media, but a quick update. Bumble ain't doing so hot after their after the IPO. Yeah, like what they're like seventy-two dollar, seventy-five dollar IPO. They're at sixty-two dollars now, and they ain't shown any signs of going back up. Really? I mean, who am I to say? <laughs> Let's see that year to date, Rocky man. It's also really good. Oh, because it's only been out. What we say since February doesn't matter year to date. Um, 
It's good, right? It's really What is this? Like, Plug this, this wine. I bought nice. this at H E B. Like I will buy this again. Like this is a really good wine. I, I took I took five minutes to pick a bottle. I was like, Girl. I'm gonna I'm gonna be cheesy with this. I mean honestly nineteen crimes is always running. Also, They're usually pretty good, but this is the Syrah and I I'm not I don't know. Where is nineteen crimes? Like where can we go visit this vineyard? They're that in would be fun. Oh. That's fine. We can go there. Go see sex crap. <laughs> <laughs> we can see my friend Bryce. That's Australian. Yeah, I would live in Australia. He FaceTimes me sure. sometimes. He knows more about politic, world politics than anyone I've ever met. So anytime that I want to just like a beat on <laughs> what's happening in world politics, we just FaceTime. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bumble's not doing too great. Okay. Oh, cheers. Let's look up Facebook. Cheers. Okay, while you're doing that, I just pulled up Pinterest. Pinterest right now is at $69. And <laughs> um, not not an all time high. It was at let's see eighty nine last month. So everything's kind of taking a dip this month. And again, I think mm-hmm. it had something with the interest rates. If you understand the economy, let us know. <laughs> um, but everything's taking a dip. But it it was on. Uh, I was looking up just like. 2021 social media watch list articles and and pinterest and snap were the the most mentioned uh stocks so i don't know why pinterest though i mean i think pinterest has um a monopoly on when you google something and you want to see a picture of it and it's on pinterest and you can't freaking um, click on it without logging into pinterest i think pinterest has great advertising power really just like in the to, in the way the boards are, you're just I think that they flitting have, past hundreds of ads. Well, or first what of mean? all, I think they have great data on what people are planning for because if you think about Pinterest, Pinterest is a planning platform, whereas other platforms are a, of the moment just reaction reaction platform. Mm-hmm. Pinterest is a hopes and dreams and aspirations and planning platform. But I think the but I think kind of what. I mean, maybe I'm being influenced by the social dilemma, that documentary, but it's like that, it talks about the psychology behind, it's like the same thing on slot machines, it's just like you, you refresh and you get something new and it gives you like a little dopamine rush and that's like all you want. Do you think you get that out of Pinterest? No. Which is why I don't think it like does as well as the rest. Yeah, it's not as addictive, like inherently, right? But I do think that it has great, like... I think that people truly go to Pinterest when they're... I think it has, like, great buying power. Okay. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, I think that people go to Pinterest when they're planning an investment. When you're planning to okay. build a yeah. house. Yeah, you want to decorate your house. To do a wedding. When you're planning to decorate okay. your house. So, so brands who are part of that journey should be on Pinterest. Okay, so you're it's you're pointing out that it's a shorter bridge on Pinterest from already thinking about something you want to buy to buying something. Right. So I think that like these brands with like this larger like honestly like a home developer should be on Pinterest and sharing their floor layouts and plans mm-hmm. and you know like your like you know what I mean like yeah like that you need to understand like what your who is going to that platform like. Your wedding planners, your wedding venues, mm-hmm. anything wedding should be on Pinterest because that's mm-hmm. like the immediate thing. But that like, was the original home, thing, right? Baby, baby clothes should be on Pinterest. Like yeah. any, I think truly, I mean, too, like I think there was a big gamer Pinterest too. Mm. 
Do we think Etsy and Pinterest have some sort of partnership? I don't see I how they, they wouldn't. Should. They Etsy. should. Also, Etsy's possibly good. You're going, you're going on there to look at crafty shit. I wonder if Twitch is publicly traded. That's one that we looked out. Yeah, that's a good, good question. No, it's private. Um, yeah. It's Anyways, okay, so Facebook, you said Pinterest was at $69? Yeah, so it's down this month, but... Uh, it was on the everybody's promising for 2021 Facebook list. has had a pretty rocky five years. How's their year to date? A year to date. They're up, technically. They're up. Mm-hmm. For sure. When did they acquire Instagram? Did we already look this up? Um, I think you said 2016. Really? I think. That long ago? They've been hiding out. Because they didn't, they didn't say buy. I remember when the buy Facebook thing came up. Two thousand twelve. What? What? No. Yeah. Facebook bought Instagram for one billion dollars in two thousand twelve. Really? It's like the whole time I've been using Instagram. It. Only had thirteen employees. How much did those employees get? <laughs> I hope they had stock options. <laughs> they had to have. Holy right? shnikes. That's crazy. Let's just invent a social media. Oh, speaking of inventing social media is Dispo. 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 So Dispo had is... quite the rise and had quite the fall already. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, before we before we get into the drama, Can we take a um, Dispo right now. Yeah, let's take a Dispo right now. <laughs> let's take a Dispo of each other taking a Dispo. <laughs> so Wait, I'm gonna take a selfie Dispo. Oh, fine. No, of us. Yeah, but like flip around so we're both in it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm here for Dispo. Uh, it reminds me of Visco. Or not Visco. Hooji. Hooji camera. <laughs> what is that? I'm going to take a picture of you. We actually look fairly um, okay yeah, tonight. We, <laughs> we don't look like we just worked out. <laughs> Alright, Dispo. Who's okay, well, person? first let's talk about what Dispo is. Dispo is... you. I don't know. You tell them. Then we'll talk about our personal experience with it, and then we'll talk about the drama. Dispo. Um, so Dispo is essentially a, just like it sounds, disposable camera. Um, it's a social media platform that encourages users to live in the moment by taking pictures, you know, but you can't see them. You can't see them. You can't augment them. You can't you edit can't them. do anything. You can't see them for 24 hours. So it essentially understands that people feel the need to record, to document during the moment. However, they get distracted by their self-image. making things perfect, yep. retaking things until it's perfect. Mm-hmm. So Dispo has combated that by saying, okay, you can document, you can take pictures. We, we'll put this vintage filter on that makes everyone look pretty decent. Uh, we'll yeah, say. it kind of just looks like 90s film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can't see it for 24 hours, so you need to take it and then keep living in the moment. And keep taking pictures, keep documenting, because we yeah. can't stop that behavior. But maybe it's we can happen. retrain it to be a little bit more enjoyable. So you take the picture and you put your phone away. Like with a yeah. disposable camera, you take the picture, you wind that bitch up, and then you go about I have, the, your, your event. I have three disposable cameras from college that I still have. That you've never developed. Oh, you should get them developed. They're from my college spring break. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. I wish I had a disposable camera to develop. I, I need to. Develop. It's like a treasured 
time but capsule. But where do I go? Where do I go? CBS? I don't know. Would they do it at Walgreens? Exactly. <laughs> Remember how uh, all of the drugstores, they would have on the side of the building one hour photo yeah i remember like always going to my mom remember that was like advertised up in lights okay here's the stupid thing when i was a little kid i didn't i didn't understand what that meant it mean it meant that you could get your photos disposed within an hour or or developed within an hour but i thought it meant that they would take one photo of you in an hour and they would take an hour to do it and i was like why would anyone want their photo taken for, for one, one whole hour. <laughs> wow. Dude, I didn't get it. It didn't make sense to me. Anyway. So weird. That's a weird way to advertise it. One hour photo. Should we, just say fast photos. I used to take so many selfies of myself on my parents' disposable cameras. <laughs> and I'd get so pissed. And there's literally this whole album. And I literally wasted an entire disposable camera of me eating chicken wings. <laughs> Selfies of me eating chicken wings. Oh my god! I'm not kidding. I would pay to see. Oh, I can show you. I have them. Camera. My little chubby ass cheeks and like. <laughs> she was a she was a vlogger before it was cool. Taking pictures of me eating my chicken wings. Me lifestyle eating chicken wings. I was a food vlogger. Wow, that really that's like quite the manifestation so of the future. Anyway, that's funny. Okay, so, so dispo. dispo, you know, people living in the moment, we love dispo. Yeah, I w- it was fun. We tried it out for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, our, it was our friend's birthday. It was a great vacation thing to, like, we all yeah. have an in-the-moment album that we can share, too. It became it became a, a phrase. We're like, dispo, take a picture. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, the name dispo is, like, let's... Let's take a quick dispo. Like that's it became that's it became it was catchy. Yeah, became I a term. Literally just said that it's very catchy. Yeah, really like dispo. Um, and it's mm-hmm. like you're not gonna try too hard, but you're caught off guard. It's like fun. It's yeah. candid. I don't think dispo is going anywhere. I think it's gonna continue rising. I think there's a short bump in the road right now. Yeah, tell us because tell of us the, the controversy drama. going around the with controversy. David. David Dobrik. David Dobrik. Although I don't know too much about him. Really, the first time I've... He's a YouTuber. That's all I know. He's a YouTuber. The only thing I've known previously to this, that he used to date Liza Koshy. That's the only thing I really ever knew about him. I just thought that he was like a prankster YouTuber, which he was. And then he made Dispo. Um, and then he actually had a South by panel oh, about really? Dispo and social media before the controversy. Which was really? interesting. I missed it. I should I Was it on I Zoom? Wish... Where were these panels? It was on the... South by had like a virtual platform. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, which, now I'm like, dang, I wish I would have gone to that and see what he was saying before this controversy that would be interesting. unfolded. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although it probably wasn't related, but... It wasn't. But yeah, it yeah. still would be interesting to see what he was saying. Like, see what his media. demeanor is like, yeah. Yeah. I think it was something about, like, how, like, about living in the moment and, like, ethical social media, too. Oh, God. Okay, so the tea. Give us... So, give it the tea... Is that essentially David Dobrik was on this thing called the Vlog, or he he created the Vlog Squad, which was his YouTube channel, and him and several other like males would hang out and make prankster videos. Typical too, I mean, I feel like that is a very like that is a thing. It's a like lot. a go-to YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, prankster mm-hmm. male YouTube channel. Yeah, I used to watch this couple on YouTube that pranked each other. Yeah. It, like, gave me low-key anxiety. I was like, I can't imagine dating someone thinking Race. they're going to prank me every single day for mm-hmm. YouTube. 
I wonder if they're still together. <laughs> so, they made this um, YouTube video about, like, the experience of having a threesome. Well, they invited this woman over, Trisha Paytas, who I'm not quite sure what she's famous for. I do think that she's famous for being sexy. I'm pretty sure. She, she's a sex symbol of some kind. Some kind. I think she's also a YouTuber, but she, she is, like, pretty, like, busty and blonde, buxom, hot type of thing. <laughs> and so blonde she, like, came show. over, and I think she came over under the guise of being on this YouTube video, but maybe wasn't aware. American media personality is what Wikipedia defines her yeah. as. And essentially, she basically said that she wasn't aware of what was going on. She was a stripper, began acting on the side, a YouTuber, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. sorry. So she essentially went over, got really drunk. This video got made of her. Obviously, it's not a video of the threesome happening, but it's like talking about it. That's implying that she was a part of it. Okay, so the video is like them talking about Reacting. the night. Reacting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, but it's reacting, but obviously when she was invited over, it was like, hey, we're going to make this video about this experience. Like, she understood it was for a video. So she's like, oh yeah, I'm down, I'm going to come over. But then realized, I obviously don't know what happened. But essentially she... She, she was up for the YouTube moment, and then when it came down to it, didn't want... Right. Yeah. And then... So, she came away from that night, and this is years later, and she's now coming out saying, I was raped that night, um, she had another girl who was with him at the time back up, like, corroborate her story of the rape happening because she was too drunk. Mm. Basically, she was too drunk to have sex. Consent wasn't being able to be given, and... This is years later. This is, I'm not, this is not a laughing matter, but the Mario Kart soundtrack in the background, in the background is perfect like, time for my wow. Wow. <laughs> start Mario Kart. We're talking about, we've been joking around this entire podcast, now we're talking about something serious, and, and then Mario it's okay. Kart. It's fine. On. Things happen. All right. Anyways, um, so it wasn't David Dobrik, though, who raped, who allegedly raped. Okay. He wasn't was the alleged rapist. was a member of his blog squad. But he was the but one. He was, he was the creator was of blog. the blog squad. It was his so it was blog. his idea. Essentially, his idea we think. for the video. He led the idea. Okay. Led the idea. Okay. Um, and in the video, the morning after this, this is the catch. In the the video, the morning after, the David Dobrik said to the camera, straight faced, "We are going to jail," and laughing. And the person behind him said. Yeah, haha, she didn't want it. God. And that that's like is the incriminating. That literally evidence. gives me chills. Like, ugh, it makes me sound so. So they were laughing about it, joking about it the morning after. And yeah. Obviously, we're aware that. Yeah. Okay. So. And so essentially, the video was since taken down, but it already had five million views before it was taken down. The damage had been done. <clears throat> so he's been so now he's canceled with a capital C capital C canceled yeah capital C canceled for yeah. good reason yeah lost everything essentially I dispo mean not, not everything his anymore. still have a 9.5 million dollar home who's running dispo now 
So he was a co-founder of Bispo with some other people. I think okay. that they were using his name and likeness. To, like, to which, I mean, obviously worked. Yeah, the, right. That's that how we heard it, about it. It's David Dobrik's social media. Like, yeah. Okay, we'll try this. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, and the board that initially invested in Dispo publicly denounced Dispo. and was like, we're, we can't pull our investment out because of contractual agreements. But we're no longer investing in Dispo, and any profit we make from Dispo, we're not. We're gonna donate. We're not profiting. From it. Oh wow, wow! Yeah, they so don't like, even want that money. money. They don't want that blood dirty money. money. We don't want it. Oh shoot, that's intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they fucked up. So, I don't know. Is it gone forever? I don't know. It's such a great idea. I do really like it, and I and I do see it going somewhere was the success of it launching a factor in his name being brought up and re-triggering this girl's memory to be like i need to speak about this now oh like he's still doing things that matter i want to make sure he doesn't i'm not saying i'm not saying that she was out to get him and i think that she should have spoken up anytime she felt the need to but yeah i think particularly when someone's doing really well and starting to like even more further skyrocket into fame mm-hmm. and you know the wrongs that were done to you yeah it makes you more ready to talk about them well yeah i mean and it could be kind of like the brett kavanaugh thing it's like you don't want to see someone accumulate more power who really shouldn't have it yeah exactly so. I'm not saying that's a reason, and I'm not saying, like, there's really no perfect time to speak up about a situation like this, but... No, but I maybe do, this is the perfect time. Exactly. You know, now Dispo has, can, can I mean, she's be completely over. stunted his growth. Yeah. Completely halted anything that was happening to him. Yeah. Well, you know? they shouldn't rape people. So. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> exactly. And it's, well... It's the, pretty straightforward. It's pretty easy to not, like, get canceled. Kind yeah. Of. I mean, it, it is. Like, it is and it isn't. No, that is, yeah, sometimes you just say the wrong thing. But, like, to truly be, like, capital C canceled, it's pretty easy not to exactly. be. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like, just don't rape was, people. Everything was there in writing. You don't groom them. People. You don't coerce people into doing You just don't manipulate people. Like, is that so hard? Right. He was a person of power who invited the person over for the videos. Yeah, I mean, I guess the... there's, like, something to be said about if it's his idea, it's his video, it's his content, and he's like, you know what? this isn't the right person for this. We're going to stop this. She's She doesn't want to be here. Yeah. She's he dropped. had the power to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Which gets even further into cancel culture. Because it's like, you can be canceled even if you're not the person who commits the acts. Yeah, so check your person, friends. Yeah. <laughs> check the people you hang out with. Yeah, honestly. But, like, if it's your call, too, though. Like, it was just, you know, if you're the director, you're directing it. Yeah. It's one thing. I don't know. I mean, it speaks to, like, being watchful, like, what you're putting out there. And, like, look at us fucking putting a podcast out to the world. We could already be canceled. We're, yeah, we're recording ourselves talking. And it's, like, such an interesting thing. So, it's, like, you willingly put yourself on the chopping block. Which is, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, you do. Like, anyone could pick up a soundbite of this podcast and be, like. Out of context. They're canceled. Because we say, well, things. You know, things. (laughs) So. We make jokes. Exactly. Try to stay appropriate, but... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe things get... Sometimes things come out not how you mean them. I'm not saying rape comes out not how you mean it, but... (laughs) I'm just saying, like, off-the-cuff jokes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because sometimes soft cancel. <laughs> soft cancel. Yeah, like cancel a season. Like a yeah, like probationary cancel. Yeah, because yeah, I mean sometimes and sometimes the media just has come at you because it'll sell. You know, it's exactly. kind of like it's, it's, so with, it's with all the celebrities. It's like I didn't watch the interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. but like I mean that's I think my, the gist of everything I've seen about it is that they're just like the media just portrays you yeah. <laughs> a certain way and there's like nothing you well, can do about it and everybody day, like for out for blood because the media said something back to everything how we're talking about david dobrik issuing his apology on youtube he's getting paid for those views at the end of the day the media gets paid for your clicks when you click onto a media's website they have ads you're getting paid for that so yeah if yeah. something's if something's hot and people want to know about it you bet your fine ass they're about to write about it because they want your clicks. Or publish it or whatever. Yes, because they want that money. They know it's hot. They know it's a hot piece of content. You're going to click on it. You're going to read it. And they're going to get paid from those advertisements because you're going to see those ads. Speaking of clickbait, let's quickly talk about Twitter stock. Sprinkle of stocks. You don't want to be put to sleep. You want... You want 80% tea, 20% facts. You want that hot goss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Twitter is at $62 hairs. Um, doing all right. They're doing all right. And honestly, honestly, like it compared to the other charts, this one looks pretty stable. I'll pretty say. stable. Yeah. I will say, I want to see it maybe dip a little bit more. We buy. <laughs> Boom. Shoot back up. What is it? I mean, is Twitter doing anything different? I'm, no, I'm not an avid I will Twitter say, user, so... Okay, I've been checking my Twitter way more recently. Why? I don't know. Tell me. I don't know. Tell me what that user experience is that's driving you about, back to I'm Twitter. Like, I'm, like, looking for news before it's news. Mm. And memes. Because the original meme originates on Twitter. Is what is from Twitter. Yeah. No, that's true. That makes sense. Anyway, these are our hot takes on social media. My power is really fucking bite me in the ass. Yeah, everything is down right now. <laughs> With the downturn of the stock market as of late, I've been looking... I'll just say what I've been looking at more. So, yeah. I'm more interested in ETFs because they're a little more stable. Even though you have to pay like a slight fee or whatever for whoever's managing them. Um, they're just a, a little more stable they speak to an industry rather than just a, mm-hmm. a single stock so if you know a particular industry is doing well like they should it should bode well for i don't know the rest of the year we'll say um so i've been looking at those also per that book that i continue to read um the investors business daily rates so they have their list of the top 50 stocks and they have this whole grading c- criteria that they rate them on and it's based on their earnings. It's based on, like, just, like, all these different strength factor, all these different factors that they roll up into a single, like, strength factor. And mm-hmm. then, like, the top five are the most, like, profitable with the strongest strength factor, with the most momentum, like, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and I will say, like, because Etsy was the last uh, one to reign at the top of the IBD top 50, and it, it entered, it became number one, I think my dad and I were talking about it, it became number one sometime in November maybe, like right before Thanksgiving, and it was like, it just had a run, man. It was like the supreme leader. It it, it had like a 150% gain or something over the course, it was the number one for like 
three months straight. Wow. So there's definitely like a method to their madness. And when I'm like unsure of what's doing well or the whole market isn't doing that well, then that's like easy. It's just like all served up to you on a platter. It's like, here's the stocks that are the strongest. And it's, you know, regardless if the market is good or bad. Because there's always going to be some stock that's doing well. Like, in the stock market, there's always a winner and there's always a loser. Yeah. Like, it's like a... You just got to find out who that winner is. Yeah. So. Interesting. Well, any parting words? Those were my parting words. Yeah. Well, I love those parting words. <laughs> any, any tip of the day from you? Mine's just go look at the IBD top 50. Once again, trust your gut. Like, I mean, I, I think that, like, I invested in tapestry because I saw Coach was doing well, and, like, I still see things about Coach, and I'm still, like, I'm, that's the one that I've lost the least amount of money on right now, was okay. tapestry. So, right. and that, that was my gut. That was my one gut thing. There was some intuition there. So. You had, you had read some signs. You had, you had, I mean, it wasn't purely intuition. You had. Yeah, no, I had some yeah. things to back it up. But that's because, like, that's the type of content I respond best to, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think these stocks are for the long haul. We're not in yeah. it for the short sell, you know? We're not short selling, that's for sure. Yeah. So I don't really like, know how to short sell. But pay attention to your stocks. Buy your stocks, but pay attention to them, and it'll, I think it'll, eventually it'll all work out. <laughs> <laughs> Wishful thinking. Oh, follow us on. At StockSpot. Where we post on social media. Sometimes. Often. Often. Not often. Just occasionally. A little a little shy of often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Bye. Bye.